Well, let's do some tales from the internet if you have time. Do you guys have some time? I here? do. Okay, I'm good. <laughs> and now, Nikki with tales from the internet. Yes. So uh, she searches high and low and finds interesting stories to share. Mm-hmm. You, you guys have, have your passports? Uh, I do yes. have a okay, passport. Okay, good, because we're going to go to Australia, then Ireland, then back to Australia. Again. Okay, ready? I'm ready. Okay. I'm, on, I'm on the trip. All right, first of all, 30-year-old guy in Australia went to a McDonald's drive-thru 5 a.m. on a Saturday and ordered 200 hash browns. 200 hash browns. 200. First, he tried to order, order nuggets, and they're like, no, it's only breakfast now. Oh, that okay. So he was like, fine, 200 hash browns. <laughs> and they said, we're not going to make you 200 hash browns. So then he got irate, and then someone had to call the cops and I know you're going to be shocked by this, but it turns out that he was, was indeed over the limit oh, of alcohol. <laughs> in the drive 200 hash browns. So he was arrested. Sometimes you, when I've had too much to drink, I feel like I could eat 200, 200 hash browns. Right. I have. Where is the most money you've spent at a place that shouldn't cost a lot of money? I'd say, for me, Taco Bell. I can't mm. remember how much I spent. Taco Bell, and back in the day, I used to go to Jack in, uh, Jack in the Box when I lived in Phoenix. All the time. I spend just, you know, crazy. But, you know, tw- I'm talking about $25, yeah. but a $30. But everything's like a buck. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. So. Uh, I probably have at a McDonald's when I, there was one time I was super drunk and I, my friend was driving me home and it was like a car of girls. I and this, I was like, I'm ordering a round that. for the, a burgers this, for the car. Everybody gets But one. everyone said, we don't want them. And I was like, you order them. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's getting a burger. I'm not going to eat this alone. So I bought everyone burgers. I was the only one who ate them. And then I barfed. So it was good. Oh, good. Well, My good. husband and I Happy went ending. to a steak and shake one time. and uh, Spent a lot of money. Spent a More little. than you need to. You know, because you feel like you really need a large shake, but yeah. you don't no. when you've had Not a large. Booze. That's a bad idea. No, all that milky stuff oh, after a bunch awful. of acidy booze. Yeah. That's not smart. No. no. Get your stuff together. I'm sorry. Tony. All right, now we're going to go to Ireland. Oh, I love that. Ireland. Irish. I love it. There's a very tiny village. It's called Ringaskitty. I hope I'm saying it right. Ringaskitty. But it is a place where uh, Pfizer manufactures Viagra. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's where the plant is. Okay. Okay. Because we distribute it here with Lily, right? Yes. Is that what we do? Or is it the other one? Well, Lily created it, right? No, Cialis. I don't know what it is. Yeah, Cialis, right. Never mind. Shut up. But anyway. I'll shut up. I mean, I'm talking to myself. In the (laughs) factory, they're making the Viagra, and the fumes are wafting into Ringskitty. Oh, God. Ireland. Here we go. the town locals have nicknamed it the Love Fumes. (laughs) The Love Fumes. And say that people in the area during certain times of the day, mostly men and dogs, seem to have a a unique reaction, (laughs) winkity wink, (laughs) to the Viagra fumes, winkity wink. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, they said it's just basically become part of the town's ecosystem and everyone just kind of accepts that it's, you know, whatever. Now, Pfizer claims, no, this is just a myth. That doesn't happen. But, you know. Are we going to believe the people company. making it, or are we going to believe the yeah. people who uh, are having the, quote, reaction mm-hmm. to it? Well, if it's not real, what a great placebo effect. <laughs> yeah. Right? Oh, my gosh. Yes. Love fumes for free at Ringaskitty, Ireland, the tiny village if you want to go. That was fun being in Ireland. Where are we going next? Well, now we're going to go back to Australia. Australia. Oh, oh let's sit on your Australian accent. Go. Mm. Good day, mate. Shape on the barbie. We're down under. <laughs> right. You call it a knife? This is a knife. knife. Crikey. Australians are just yelling at their radio. (laughs) (laughs) Not a dingo. A dingo did. A daddy bastard. It's a baby. He did. Australian beer. I washed it. I took my baby out to the outback. (laughs) Did you get a blooming onion? I sat it down for like three minutes and a dingo ate my baby. Oh, no. 
Who is the guy? Have you ever seen a coral reef? <laughs> no. Oh, no, no, don't anyway. do it. Oh, the Sydney Plows. Don't do it. <laughs> Anyway. Would you like the story? Yeah. 73-year-old farmer named Jim. And, you know, Australians, I think the the was the stereotype is that they're crazy tough, right? Like, yeah. ah. Yeah. 73-year-old man. He's a beet farmer. He's riding around on his motorbike last month uh, on his beet farm trying to look for grasshoppers. He's got to get rid of the grasshoppers. It can't be on the beet farm, okay? Does he have any uh, sneaky little hopper rhymes? No. Yeah, that didn't work. No. What? Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> that was I'll a shut good try, again. though. His motorbike <laughs> hits a divot. He goes flying over the handlebars, lands on his head, breaks his neck. Yipsie. Oh. Okay? But except he's not dead. No. He comes yeah, to and realizes he's not dead, but thinks, well, I've definitely broken my neck, and I've got to get help because nobody knows that I've crashed. But so he can't move because his dangly head. He grabs himself by the hair, hold holds it, hold his, his head up, head up oh because it's broken. Otherwise, it'll fall over. Holds his head up by his hair, motorbikes more than a quarter of a mile back to the house so that he can call 911 or their version of it. I don't know. 949. I don't know what theirs is. <laughs> and ends up going to the hospital, gets surgery, two fractured vertebrae. He's expected to make a full recovery at 73 years old. Wow. Isn't that madness? That is crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> you want one other story? Yeah. Okay, Tales from the internet. Get your passports. we got to go back to the U.S. we got to go to the U.S. Home. I like being in America. We're going to Jersey. Okay. And in Wayne, Jersey, there's a 35-year-old guy. He's speeding, driving in Jersey. He's swerving all around. Clearly, he's on something. And while he's swerving, the cops spot him. They pull him over, and they're like, yo, what are you doing? You're being all strange. They spot a bottle of something in his hands, and it turns out he had been chugging over-the-counter mood enhancement medicine for his cat. What? Mood enhancement? I didn't yes. know they had mood there enhancement. There is apparently a, a drink. Like Kitty yeah, Prozac? I guess it'd be Kitty Letter. Yeah, or but it's called Catnip Cocktail. It's over-the-counter. Really? It's supposed to help cats with their anxiety, and he'd been chugging the catnip cocktail, and he was charged with driving while intoxicated and reckless driving. You cannot drink your cat's no, medicines. No. You oh know, how do you know when your cat has anxiety? When it, well, my dog has anxiety. I, I have to get him human so, Prozac. So he gets nervous or whatever? the cat therapist. Mine used oh. to. Uh, <laughs> oh, the cat. Th- the cat therapist? <laughs> the no, cat, cat therapist. therapist. Yeah, cat therapist. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the cat therapist. <laughs> oh, cat therapist. Cat, so you're a cat, cat therapist. <laughs> Are you a cat therapist? Like a therapist? Yeah, yeah I'm a cat therapist. <laughs> <laughs> what I asked the kitty to do was lay back on my couch. Yeah. And relax. <laughs> Go to a happy place, happy right? Place. So you do the cat. Well, I just put my therapizing on it. <laughs> That's what my cat used to do. That's how I knew it was anxious. It would yeah. go. It would say. It would instead of curling up on my lap, it would sit on my couch. On lay on my couch on its back. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> lay down on your back. Mm-hmm. Meowing. Then, Do you uh, know where the cat's uh, genitals are? Uh, yeah, I think. It's Do in, you in, not? In its mouth, based on what I've understood. <laughs> school. Because my cat would always put its face in the litter box. I mean, I've yeah. never seen. Either parts of a cat. I, I guess not? I've just never looked. No, I just never looked. I guess it would be creepy you if I did. You had a cat. You had a cat for a I've really a long time. Yeah, but I never looked down there. I'm not gonna look away. <laughs> well, part 
it's, it's but, bottom I, hole is a exposed. But always. the bottom hole, I've seen the bottom that's hole. Part of the that's oh, really? I mean, in life, if you not, if you don't know where they are, how are you supposed to get the sexiest shots? <laughs> <laughs> You're just let me see a picture of for the your cat, cat stuff for your catlinder. Google that for me. I made every year with Bo before his <laughs> passing. R.I.P. Oh, you had a cat that passed. Yes. Here, here's a diagram that even shows you. God, that's messed up. Get that. <laughs> I picked the same I one. I shouldn't be looking See, at that. See, this is one that's of my photographs. Awful. You know what? Sometimes. <laughs> that's a mess. When I ask that's my disgusting. husband, who's a computer guy, to fix my computer, I wonder if he's looking at my search history. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And this going, is the stuff from this show. Why is Yeah. My company's called Cat Gettys. Cat Gettys. Mm-hmm. Oh. And I put cat genitals in various different fun places. 